Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, bit of bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You control, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Said Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Yo, CK, dude. Yo, man. My name is Zach. I'm from Brooklyn. I've been listening to your videos for years, man. I know that you play when it comes to the chicks. And that's something I've been struggling with for a long time, man. You know, um, I'm a 22-year-old virgin. I know you won't, you're going to kick my ass for no, it. No, 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 no. Being a 22-year-old virgin is a good thing, Sam. Because, you know, as I grew up thinking, being a player, you really think it's some fly shit, but it's really not. It's really, it's really can take a toll on your soul. It really can. Because no, no, the, the the females, old and young, you you really got to get lucky to find the right woman. Then you got to be lucky that you mentally are prepared for the right woman. Then you got to be lucky that you got the right education and the right skill set to hold on to a job and pay your bills. Because as you get older, it's about security with the woman and for yourself. You know, it's, it's so many different things. So... Take your time. TK, man, you know, uh, I'm 22. I have my own apartment. I pay all of my bills and shit. Good. You know, I'm on the right path, you know, just make sure that I stay focused and everything. And it's in a really great neighborhood. But there's a lot of good-looking chicks, man. I, I have to, I need them to come over, man. And I know you're a guy. Well, you ain't getting nobody to come over now, nigga. Get a COVID shit. Got people shook. Well, I'm talking about when things get back to normal. Yeah, you know, you got to just be a gentleman, you know. You see a young lady, um, you say hello. You see her more than one time, say hello again, you know, and always be friendly. Say, hey, let's stay in touch. Because you got to take your time to see if you even like the person. You know, most men chase a female. They think they like them, they fuck or whatever. And then the girl got so many motherfucking problems. Or she got a baby. She got problems with the baby daddy. She got a problem with her child learning, learn, learn, learning disability. Motherfuckers ain't in school. And you say to yourself, damn, should I, should I deal with this woman and her fucking kids? Do I want to do that? And once you go through it once and learn the experience, it's an okay thing to do to be a nigga to take care of another nigga's kids or whatever. But damn, yo, this is weird. Take your time, fam. I, I hope you don't get no, I hope you get some pussy in your 20s. But if you really have to wait till you're 30 to be happy, I'll salute you. I do. I'm, now, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, TK. My bad. Go. Cool. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying I'm a romance type of guy, man. You know, I like candles and, you oh, know, cool. And shit like that. Like, I, I'm, here's my thing, and I and I and I have to ask you this question: Do women, did women ever come up to you, or you always came up to them? Did they come up. 
they don't. I always had to go up to them, but the world is changing. Them, them girls coming up to men now. Feminism shit, right? Well, that's does that scare you? I mean, a real feminine woman is gonna want a man to approach her. You know, not all so, the time. She could have met a motherfucker like me who tell them to go after their dreams. And don't be afraid to speak. And if you got that, she met somebody like that, she's going to speak up. And that's my point. Sometimes you, sometimes people go after what they want. And, you know, so. But check this out. I'm a, I'm a black guy, but I love dating I love, well, I, I mean, I've never dated one, but I'm interested in Jewish women and an Asian woman. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know why, man. I love Jewish women. It's so sexy to me. I know you fucked a couple of those. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> which, which race of woman has the best cat, though? You know what? The shit that you're in at that moment. Mm. That's right. You better believe it. If you're getting it, that's the best. But take your time, fam. You're asking questions that um, you will truly find out the answer one day. My thing to you is just take your time. You called me. I'm sitting here relaxing, and I just I'm here to tell you, take your time. But when you talk, it's like you know how to make people feel relaxed and comfortable. Like, how did you get to that point? I've been like that. That's in my DNA. That's how cause I've always been like that. That's it. I just talk calm. Yeah, you don't seem like the type of guy that yells and stuff like that. Nah. I, matter of fact, I don't think I've yelled in years. But I'm not yelling. I ain't wasting my fucking energy on that bullshit. Damn. So, like, what are the projects you have, like, plan, like, after COVID and stuff? Like, you plan on, like, traveling, like, up to other countries, like you've always been? Or, yeah, you know, I've done that my whole life, family. I'm just really enjoying me you know i've never really been home so i'm 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 enjoying me and i said you know we don't know when this is gonna get back right it may never get back right are you serious yeah my prediction is it won't be back right for about 10 years well nah tk chill the fuck out i'm for real tk are you serious yo that's what 10 years bro you know how long it is Ten years, ten years is long, but and let me tell you why I say ten years. One, they have to come up with the vaccine, right? That's next year, maybe. Two, you gotta get everybody to take it. Three, everybody's not gonna be able to afford to take it. See, because they're not giving that shit away for free. Then you got people who's like, I'm not taking that shit. So it keeps going and keeps going. That ten years. I thought you was about to say a year. Ten fucking years. You know how old I was ten years ago? Yeah, you was fucking what, eleven? Yeah. Nine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's eleven years old. Yeah, so, that's my prediction though. I'm saying ten years. Because in America, see, when you got the freedom of speech and the freedom to do what you want to do, 
people don't want to listen. See, the other countries, they got kind of like dictatorship, right? They real kind of strict. Communist, communist and socialism. Right. So they say, shut the fuck up. You go. You go in. You shut the door. They say, put your fucking mask. You wear your mask. And boom, everything is done. Here, you can't tell nobody to do that. You see people fighting for their independence. People want to barbecue on Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day, whatever that shit is in May. Everybody on the beach when nothing's happening. People think it's not real. I lost six family members to uh, COVID. At this point, I'm starting to believe that it's it's connected to the upcoming election because I believe that they don't want Donald Trump in office because if Joe Biden gets elected, then a lot of bad shit's going to happen. I really believe that. Well, everybody has a thought. I don't. I, I'm tired of conspiracy theories. I sit back and wait to see what's going to happen. But you are going to vote, though. I am voting. Okay. You got to vote. Because here's the thing about the voting. You got people who will say the voting is fixed, right? A little fraud. And I believe that is true. But if we go out in big numbers, they can't defeat us. But if we go out in low numbers, they can manipulate low numbers. But if you go out in the masses, right, we got it. But if everyone will go out and vote, whoever is fucking with that election, that voting shit is going to manipulate the system. Now, I'm not taking a vaccination. See, I told you. <laughs> not. I told you. Because You'd be crazy, too. I'm not taking it. Mm-mm. Are you taking it? No. Nope. Let me tell you, my goal, I'm 59. My goal is to try to get another 30 out of this. Exactly, bro. That I always tell myself that. I'm like, listen, I have too much shit to accomplish right now. I'm not trying to leave this earth until I'm at least 85. Exactly. 85? All right. You've lived a full life. Anything after 85, you die, people are going to say, you know what? You have the fucking amazing life. Yeah, you just died of natural causes. Right. I'm not, I'm, not to, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have people walk around and say, "Oh, he died at 23." Like, right. Just, like the fuck? I didn't even live exactly. life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even 59, you still have 30 more years. Shit. Most 59 people, is young. I'm living. Hell here. yeah, bro! Have, look at the 59 year old compared to like all right, a person who's 59 in like 1980 compared to right now. They look so much different. Technology. The food, the, the 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 foods are better. We have better agriculture. Everything's just uh, the fitness fitness industry is, is is more suitable to the average to the average person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know, it's just right. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like I I can't I can't afford to go right now. Now, however, no. I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God any of that. Right, so I respect I, that. I no no no. And again, if you believe in God. That's that's more power to you. But let's talk about that. I'm not against what you're saying is 1,000%. See, there's two sides to my journey. It's how our parents raised us. You got to remember, I'm 59. Mm -hmm. So we saw the world differently because our parents was raised a certain way. And then there's the truth. And we know what society has done with religion. But we also know that miracles do happen, right? Now, think about it. We have a sun, we have planets, we have a moon, we have earth in our solar system. 
and the earth goes around the sun 365 days a year. Somebody put that shit together. It's not what man is talking about. I don't know who the shit they came up with. I don't know. But there is something bigger than what than we could explain. And that's why it's powerful. So whatever your beliefs are, and you can say God, because that's the name for it, but not the God that they have projected on us in your young life, in all my years of living in my mother's life, in her, her mother's life. Because that's the coldest manipulation ever. I mean, think about what they've done. Manipulating the religion, changing the stories of Beethoven, saying that he was white and he's really black, stealing patents from the light, about the lighting system, fire hydrants, all these types of things that the white man has done, right? And then you got Nick Cannon, who got his situation. And I don't know if you saw my video on Instagram today. And I was just explaining to people that... um you have to stay low-key and flex occasionally. And they made it seem like I was against Nick. But see, I'm really with Nick. But what I'm trying to tell people is we really don't have no fucking power. See, at the end of the day, think about it, right? People are like, I stand with Nick. Nick got motherfucking fired. He was with a company for 10 years that he worked for. And they fired him and they took wilding out from the nigga. Out, they, they took the ownership rights? He never had ownership. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how to go up. How, do you, how the hell you don't have ownership rights to your own fucking show? Exactly. There's no form of power. There's no form of dominance. Thank you. So you have to outslick society. Like the young guy hit me on Instagram. He said, "Yo, we do we do shit we do shit different in our generation, probably your group." But think about it. What have the fuck y'all accomplished? Okay, y'all marched. <laughs> you got some statues taken down. Since 2015, every two days, a black man has been shot or killed by a cop. You understand? All of this shit is an illusion. So you believe that? So you believe that? You know, what blacks are oppressed. We in a fucked up situation, and it takes common sense to understand what I'm saying, and education and experience. So watch where I'm going. See, it's really a marathon. We we will. We're intelligent, but the white man got so much power that unless we in there trying to create a law, if we become aware of self, meaning we stop killing each other, Think about it, yo. Think what these motherfuckers have done. 
from slavery. Fucking our parents. Fucking our parents, right? Having babies who got their last names. Yeah, Hayes is my dad. My dad is mixed. My dad is white and black. Right. Yeah, and Hayes is an Irish. That's an Irish last last name. I always look up the origins of a person's last name. Right. That's Irish. Hey, I forgot know. what my last name was. I think it was Irish too. Church Kirkland means church land. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like. And I, I always look at the African origin of the, of their of their names. Now it's interesting how because my my thing is this: where every, was every African brought to America, or were there some, or did you have, or did you have slavery in some countries in Africa as well? I think so. Yes. Yeah, because if you really think logically about it, I don't think it would be able to take all of the people in those countries in Africa and put them on a boat. Like yeah. they, would all, they would all become famine. Right. So I'm, I'm I think, sure. I think the people got here and then they started having families. Or exactly. the, uh, the the slave owners started having families. Exactly. <laughs> fucking them, fucking their women, and fucking the black women too. So you're not a fan of interracial dating? I am. I mean, I would date a white woman. I would, I, I, I would date a white woman, and be uncomfortable for a minute, unless yeah. I truly was in love. But I don't think I can make her my wife based on the history and the knowledge I know of self. Because at the end of the day, it's not that you're race racist. It's how you know just your DNA. My DNA and the way I think and move, it would make me uncomfortable. Well, TK, I believe that every every person has some type of sub- it's, it's not racism isn't really a correct word because the term racist, just like dentists, um, what else? Like you have certain words that end with ISC, and these are all suffixes. Mm-hmm. Right. That suffix is connected towards you having a liking or, or, or bias or even favor towards a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Right. So you call somebody a racist. Yes, you can consider me a racist because I have pride for my people. You know, I think every per not that I think every person that belongs to a specific race subconsciously. It's it's just constantly embedded inside of their DNA to, to to have prejudice and to be biased because people want to be around those that either look like them, act like them. Most of the time, people want to be around those who look who look like them. You know, so mm-hmm. so here's the thing: whether it's racist or whatever you believe or or you dislike, at the end of the day, you just want us people to respect each other. Because we're not going to be able to get along, right? Mm-hmm. It's facts. You got jealousy in you. You got hate in you. You got love in you. You have emotions in you. We all have it, right? Everybody got that. Mm-hmm. The goal is to control your emotions and respect the other person. Exactly. See, that's it. 
See, hate comes out if you cross the line and you do something that was disrespectful. Then I have to retaliate. But we could get along out of respect. But if you do something wrong to me, then because most white people have done things out of hatred, not out of respect. I wouldn't even say it's hatred. It's just it's, it's dominance. They have a they have a unique fetish with dominance. Check this out. I was watching this Japanese documentary mm-hmm. in the early 1400s. The the Spanish descendants. Mm-hmm. They tried to colonize Japanese empires, right? And there'd be up to days where, you know, the, the Japanese always had a, a rich culture with, with sunbathing and, and taking care of their health. So, you know, using natural remedies, such as, you know, like a whole bunch of natural remedies to bathe themselves. And the, 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 the Spaniards would go up to eight months without bathing. What? I'm so serious. You can, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the link to the documentary. And okay. They, they, so I don't know what the fetish is with them with power. But luckily, the Japanese are they success successfully beat them. You know the the you know the Spaniards, but then they came to America and took over all of the took over all of the the, the colonies. That belongs to the Indians. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Africa, and, and they have a fetish of dominating us. So, like, I don't know what the fuck is it about them. Like, is it just I don't know? It's weird, man. They literally done this to every race of people. Right, it's true. Nothing, just us. I at least attempted to do it to every race of people. Okay. So I don't know what the fuck. Like, like, what is it about them? Like, well, what is it? I don't know. Right, I'm right. You, I'm asking you that. Hmm, that's a good question, fam. That's a good question. See, everybody has something about their DNA. You know, like we great athletes, you know? And then you got some white people, but most white people to me, they dominant, but they stole everything. <laughs> They stole everything, y'all. They killed the Indians, and then they try to say that Christopher Columbus discovered America when there was people here before he got here. See, see, my point is we can march, we could do whatever, but we got to change the history books. See? That's... We can't change the narrative. So we have to teach our own the knowledge. We gotta teach our, we gotta get them to start teaching black history in schools again. We gotta start teaching black history in our homes. Because we don't know who we are as a people. Yeah, man, even me. Like there's a workshop I go to every I used to go to like pre COVID. And I would go, I would submerge myself in the ice bath with all of the Russians. And mm-hmm. the weather, you know, going to 300 degree saunas and stuff. So I never really had a chance to 
from the time I was little, like all of the activities I've, I've participated in, I, there wasn't really a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. So it was always kind of hard for me to relate. And, you know, just like doing, I'm, I've yet to see a black person at the, at, at the workshop that I attended, you know, doing all like the polar bear shit. Right. Um, that's why I told you I like Jewish women, Asian women, because those are women I've been around my whole life. Understand? You know, so it's just and enjoy. It's nothing against it, fam. But that's the and but the goal is hopefully they'll like you too. But that's my thing, right? I think all right. So you know how you have liberal, white liberals and conservatives. Mm-hmm. So I think with the white liberals who you who you see in who are into interracial dating, I think they. See, okay, now you have the Republicans and the alt and the alt right conservatives that I mean they hate us, but they don't pity us. Mm-hmm. They don't feel sorry for us. Like these people literally, they literally look at black people as if they're vulnerable. So mm-hmm. it's really it really boils down to I feel so sorry for you. Like let me have a mixed baby so I can prove how morally good of a person I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm dead serious. Like, let, mm-hmm. me, let me fucking black guy so I can prove how morally good of a person I am. Like, right. this you can be as an object. And if that's the point, and if that's the case, I might as well just say it's my own kind. Because, right. Because, yeah. because, because a woman who, who, who's, who believes in conservative values, again, conservative things traditional, she's most likely is into keeping the bloodline strong. And the liberal who's into interracial data, it's fucking using you. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like I have two, I have one side that hates me, but at least respects me to the point where they aren't going to disrespect their heritage and their bloodline. And then I have one group who literally thinks I'm so fucking stupid to not even be aware of this. So that's my thing. I'd rather just stick to my own kind. If that's right. the case. I like, I like, I like to date women outside of my race. Mm-hmm. A woman who, again, a woman who who believes in traditional values isn't going to take that risk because number one, she doesn't want to deal with the scrutiny. The family is going to get her, like you know, in Jewish culture, if you date outside of your race, you're considered a goyim. You consider what? A goyim. Is that right? Yeah, that that's what the Jewish family calls you. Like, let's say if a woman who is into interracial dating, that they call her a goyim. Like, she's no longer part of the bloodline. She's literally like they look at her as if she's nothing. That's the term that they call people when they like when they don't when they don't keep the bloodline strong in, in the Jewish culture. Mm. But that's my thing. It's uh, I like the interracial date. I like the interracial date. But most women who are into that, see the white liberals you see, they I mean they're the most racist. They have kind of shirts of calling black calling black guys niggers while they're fucking them doggy style and shit. But I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of like my dad so. <laughs> but I'm just being honest with you. I fucking love that shit. Uh-huh. You see Mandico by Ken Norton, right? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Mandico was a slave on the plantation. He's fucking all little white chicks and the slave masters they had to kill him. Ken Norton played it in 1976. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's, uh, that's, that's basically what, what the deal is with, with, you know, that's why I'm not really a fan of Joe Biden, you know. And, like, that's what I'm saying. They, like, yo, when I was living in Seattle, Washington, right, I wanted to conceal and carry a firearm legally. Mm-hmm. So I have the right to protect myself, and you know, just in case of emergency, ha- if an emergency happens, and I right. never, 
and that's why I never I never held a firearm when I was in New York because number one it's illegal. And number two, I was I wanted to be trained properly on how to hold one, how to shoot one, and everything. So that's right, right. Washington, so I can make sure I do everything the, the right mm-hmm. way. Right, but I don't want a gun around me. At least I don't think so, because I think I'd have, I'd have shot everybody. Shit, I mean, like, what do you mean? I'm just like that. Like, fuck with me. I'm shooting you. I mean, if you if you invade my house, then I'm going to have to blow your brains out. Right, 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 you know? So the gun thing is important because... Um, you can get caught up in the wrong situation and always be, like my aunt always says, CYA, cover your ass. Always be on point. Yeah, man, you heard about earlier today, there was a dude who was found a $2 million, $2 million apartment, his head, torso cut off. What? Say that again? Yeah. So earlier today, early, early today around 6, 6 o'clock in the morning in, in, in the Lower East Side, Someone found a man who lived inside the $2 million apartment. They, they found his head cut off in a bag with his arms cut, his legs cut, his torso cut, and his head. In the apartment? Yeah. In the lower east side of New York City. Not too far wow. from So my thing is, see, that's what that's what I try to explain to people. It's you can't be in denial and just think like we're all animals. You're with savages. That's why I, when every time I'm outside, I try to at least walk around with my with with, with, with um, my box cutter at least. Mm-hmm. I have to, bro, because it's crazy, right? I have you to. Want, you want to think people are nice, but not, bro. Yeah. Bro, everyone, bro, we're all animals, bro. Look, TK, every everybody wants something when they're around you, dude. Every I don't give a fuck who it is. So that's what I'm saying, like. Like, it's nice to talk about how much blacks has, have been, like, fucked up and shit, but I don't know fuck you over it, too. So Damn like, right. I'm kind, of like, I'm kind of, like, fucked up. Like, I got the right man. You're saying that the right man want to kill me, but you got a nigga trying to kill me as well. Right. Now, for me in a fucking position, we're like, yo, I just got to say fuck everyone. Yep. I, you know that's how you got to go through life. You know you what I'm saying? You can't trust nobody. I don't want to say that because I, I fucking love, I love my dad, and I think that's the only thing. So you I can't trust. trust nobody, even my own father, even your own dad. He can't. Come on, chill. I'm, listen to what I'm telling you. I can't even trust you. Nope, you can't even trust me. And doesn't mean you can't, but you only get as a person in front of you. And what I mean by that is, that somebody said, "Do you trust me?" I said, well, ask me tomorrow. See, because I trust you one day at a time. See, we get caught slipping because everybody want to trust a motherfucker, right? Oh, I trust you. Oh, I trust you. And then when that shit happens, you say, I didn't know you was like that. Or I never seen that coming. But that's why me, right? Like I'm TK. I'm the most respectful guy ever. I don't want. I don't go outside to seek dominance from anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't go outside and, 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 and tarnish anyone's name and a person's reputation or character is being tarnished. I need to walk away. I tell a person, don't do that in front of me. Mm-hmm. 
without wanting to prove to myself how morally good of a person I am, it's just how I was raised. Not so much right. how I was raised, but this is just who I am. I don't yes. know where I got this from. I don't know if I'm reincarnated on some Shaolin monk shit. It's just, this is just who I am, dude. Mm-hmm. If I see the act of being ruined in front of me, I'm either going to walk away and not listen to it or defend you. You know that, but my thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't walk around trying to. I, I don't do that, dude. I'm a, I'm a loyal ass friend. I've always been like that. So right. the person tells tells me that like no one can be trusted. You can trust me because I guarantee you. Let me tell you, I'm going to the grave with that shit. But I know I'm an anomaly. Not, not saying that you can't be trusted, but I'm going to trust you one day at a time. I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to play my hand and say, yo, nigga, you my nigga. Because think about it, yo. I'm not saying you. Just think about stories. Women who've been married, guys who've been married, friends that's been friends for over 25, 30 years, and then something happens, and the trust is thrown out the window. Or let's take marriage a second. A woman be happily married to a man for over 30 years, the nigga cheat one time. And some women, and most women, will leave you. Fuck all in 30 years. Baby, I only stuck the tip of my dick in her. Rap. You know, I lost a lot of I lost a lot of companions because of my political beliefs. And yeah, that's why you got to learn how to be quiet. Everything is not necessary to, be, to speak about. Everything you know, that. Yeah, you have to put everything on the table because you believe certain things. See, that's the problem. People talk too damn much. You ain't got to tell everybody your business. Some things are just meant to be quiet. Sometimes it's best to shut the fuck up. What, what, what did you accomplish? <laughs> you ain't accomplish shit. Now, one thing. But you don't have them damn friends no more. Because you're a belief that didn't put a check in your pocket. My thing is, I should. I'm not saying I should be able to, but I think that's what's ruining. We're in this country. We're too quiet. We're allowing censorship to ruin our. Think about it for a second. Think about what you just said. What? Saying like we're, we're, we're too quiet. But what are you going to accomplish? Are you asking what have I accomplished? Think about what you just said. You said that people are too quiet. That's that people are quiet. What are you going to accomplish by speaking? You're right. Don't get me wrong. People hear you. We talk all motherfucking day. We've been talking for years. But it's really about what, you, what the fuck you going to do, is what you're telling me. Yo, we've been talking for years. We've been marching for years. Mm, I get it. It's like you said. You got to watch out for the white man. You got to watch out for the black man. You got to watch out for these women. 
Like I said, dude, every, everybody wants something when they're around you. Now, that's up to you to determine whether it's them to prove how morally good of a person that they are. Because when I'm around people, I always try to pay them for the time that they're spending with me, especially if I know that they're above me. Uh-huh. So they don't use that against me, you know? Like, oh, I gave you my time, or you're wasting my time. I say I don't waste your time because I'm paying you 150 now for you to be with me. Right. Now, who are you paying? Where did you get the money from? I'm confused. I work two jobs. You got you be, you be hiring hookers? I don't hire hookers, but I'm saying I have a lot of business ventures that I'm interested in. And I need people to help me collect mentors. So I just paid them like 150 an hour to just share me advice. Now, you know, all the personal information, I don't talk about that. See, I, I use people all the time, but I don't talk about I don't talk about personal, like personal shit. I don't talk mm-hmm. about I never do Okay, respect that. You know, just because I don't need to, I don't need to tell you about my personal life, and if right. I tell you, you'll most likely use it against me in some way or form. Mm-hmm. So let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's take that out of the side. I'm with you. I'm only around you so you can help me make money, or you can help me learn a skill. I'm paying mm-hmm. you for the time that you're. I'm paying you for the time that you're spending with me, so you don't use that against me. Mm-hmm. Give me oh like oh help this person out for free like I'm some charity case. I'm not a damn charity case. I have the money to pay you. Let's make right. business, you know? So that's how mm-hmm. I work. And if people want to get involved with other people's personal lives, you can. Just so that shit isn't going to end well. I've done it too many times. People don't fucking care about your personal life. People people, people want to be around women so they can fuck, and people want to be around men so they can make money. It's always been like that. It's never going to change. Yep. And you know, like nobody, nobody cares about how good of a person you are on the inside. People care about what the fuck you can provide on the outside. Mm-hmm. What type of value are you going to provide in this world? You know, and is that again? What type? What what type of value are you going to provide in this world? What contribution are you going to provide that's going to bring that's going to provide pleasure to somebody? Whether it's mental pleasure, financial pleasure, whatever stimulation, because nobody wants to be around an ugly woman. I don't want to be around a woman. No man wants to be around a, set of, a, a woman that's not aesthetically pleasing. So, right. so it, and that's my whole thing with just politics. You have all this equality bullshit that's going. Like, dude, it's okay that we're all different. Just and my thing is even with blacks, right? You can all say you know blacks, 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 but even in our own community. There's going to be some people who look amazing, and there's going to be some people who are ugly. And the people that are ugly are going to be scrutinized by our own people who are at the top. Yep, you're right. So, like, what, so it's not, I'm not saying it's hypocrisy, but it's like it's just fucked up when you look at it from all angles. Not, it's not, not necessarily fucked up, but it's just... It's life. It's just, it, this is just the way it is. This is real life. It's life, yep. You, you, you can't, so... And that's the old what, saying that life's not fair. That's it. But that's my. But that's my thing, right? Like, yes, life is. Yes, life is not fair. But you still have to figure out a way to adapt. Right. And, and then that's and that's all I try to convince people, dude. Like, you can't spend your whole life talking about what the fuck you don't have. You need to figure out a way to get it. Yes. You know, because you talk about that shit your whole fucking life, you're going to be 59 years old with nothing. It's still talking about yep. something that has to be a 10. 
That's so all true. Of that time, all of that time you fucking wasted. Mm-hmm. How much people you've been in school with accomplished, went to universities, spoke at events, married, been on vacations. You still at the same goddamn place talking about some shit when you were 11. So you're 59 old, but mentally you fucking kid. I'm with you. I think what you're saying is 100% family. You know, so it's like, uh, that's why I don't, I don't, bro, like, I want to, I want to, like, I'm doing, like, security jobs and shit, but I kind of, I don't want to say I, I want to be the next you, because I don't want to be the next anyone, but you definitely are, I, I don't look up to you. I don't look up to any man. Mm-hmm. or fire any man. But, you definitely are an influence in my life, and I would like you to have a career like similar to what you're doing. Just be on the low, and just be like the the, the low guy who witnessed all of these events, like like the life viewer. Like that's basically what I'm trying to like get into. But my thing is, that's why like I try to seek knowledge and wisdom for the people who are right. done, you know. And it's just what's really funny up. about that. And I tell those stories on black. Yeah, man. I, I start laughing because I'm like, I really did that shit. You should be proud. Like, no, I'm like, I really did it. Like, nothing about me is a lie, and I like that. You should be like, not always going to be right. Everybody, like you said, everybody thinks and moves different. Here's my people. Hmm? I'm saying, like, here's my thing, right? I speak my mind when I'm around people who I care about because I'm letting them know that whether you like it or whether you don't like it, I'm not here. I'm not using you as an asset. I'm, I'm speaking my mind because I care about you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm speak my mind should show you that this motherfucker will say what he wants. And because if I'm not saying how I truly feel, that means that I'm tolerating you so I can use you. I don't but want But people you. don't understand that, though, do they? I don't think so. They don't. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. So when I speak my when – when I'm on Instagram – listen, on Instagram, I only have – I only have about 40 followers. So it's 40 followers of people who I really care about. Mm-hmm. So when I speak my mind, I mean, some unorthodox shit that you've never heard, I'm speaking my mind because most people who are around you aren't going to speak their mind because they need you to help them make money, which is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. But they look at you as an asset. I look at you as a brother. So when I speak my mind and I'm looking at you as a brother, I'm, I'm a bit... I'm not saying it, but in my head, I know whether you like it or whether you don't like it, whether you want to speak to me or don't want to speak to me, I can be content with what I'm posting because I know I'm not here to use you. I just, I fucking care about you as being my brother. So I feel like I am going to speak my mind because, God damn it, people who don't speak their mind when they're around you are fucking using you. I don't use you for anything. I respect the thing. I have no problems with you. I think that where you're going for a 22-year-old is awesome. And what you have and now is OGs like me 
other people that you can just, you got to take a little bit from everybody in life. You know, it's like gumbo, right? And gumbo tastes good when you eat it, even though you have so many different ingredients. And that's life. Life is about as you move forward, everybody that you meet, whether it's bad or good, you try to take something from it and build on it so that you can give information to other people as you get older. Because if you haven't been through anything, you can't teach anything. And that's the goal in life. And that's how you get wisdom. And that's how you pass on knowledge. Like the things I talk about, I actually have experienced it. Some painful, some cool. But at the end of the day, I'm so thankful to be here to talk about it. Nobody, because nobody in my family, my mother, my dad, my brothers, no one lived past 59. Is there a specific reason for that? Well, my brother got murdered by the police. My the dad one, drowned. The one who had illness? The one who had uh, illness? No, my youngest brother died had uh, illness. My mom died of cancer. But my point my is, no one lived. My mom, no one lived past fifty nine. Mm-hmm. So in my journey, living the way I live, and to move forward and, and and try to get as many years out as like you said, and be around good people, or be to yourself. I'm I'm a I'm a loner. I'm alone on purpose because everything that you're saying at your age now, I've experienced and I had to learn the hard way. But you have to be resilient in life, and I've been resilient. This is what it is. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, man. It's like, and, and that's my thing, man. Like for all the people that don't, that you know, don't want anything to do with me off of my beliefs, I, I'm, I can sleep that night with peace knowing that I never in my entire life had an agenda to use you. I love that. So if you don't want to speak to me anymore, you want to talk dirty my name, God damn it, you can do it all you want because I can see my, I can literally sleep at peace knowing. I never, I, 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 I didn't, over the time that I sat around you, I didn't have any, I didn't have any material motive. I didn't have, any, I didn't, I didn't want to use it for agenda. I really just, loved and enjoyed being around you. Regardless, regardless of the race, because most of my friends are not, aren't even black, regardless, regardless of the race, you know, like, I just, I really just enjoyed your presence. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I, I just, I love the character you exemplified when you're around me. I like the humor that you personify. That, that's it. And listen, I don't tell, listen, because I don't have to tell people that, man, you know. I know the people that I'm using. The people that I know that I'm using, they know that we use each other too, but it's business. But we're using each other in a genuine way to make sure that the business is clean, you know, legal and everything, you know. But I think, we, like you said, we all use each other, if you want to look at it that way. And yeah, we use women all the time. Women are sex objects. They know that they are. And here's the thing. If I can't use you, you're useless. Exactly. Well, if people want to be around you simply because they're a good person, they most likely feel sorry for you. Well, no, I'm saying it could be a good thing too. 
see, we always put um, uh, using someone as, as as negative, but it doesn't have to be negative. You want to be around someone like, so oh, I need somebody to help me with my taxes, or I need somebody to help me with the statement, or I yeah. need my um, garbage disposal fixed. See, that's just how it works. That's life. You can call me anytime, man. I could be on this damn phone with you forever. Word? Yeah, you got my number. This is it. I'm going to, I'm tired of talking, man. I've been up since four this morning. Yo, TK, man, this is an honor, man. Like, this shit really made my day, dude. Seriously. Yeah, it's, it is what it is, family. I, I, I try to be a good dude, and I try to give good memories to people, and I truly appreciate it. You just, and you happen to catch me at the right moment. I just got finished swimming, um, just enjoying life. Yo, when's the next time you're going to stop by New York City? Man, I don't know, fam. I'm in New York a lot, but I I, I really miss the stage. The stage was my my rock. It was my therapy. And not to be on stage is, that's really killing me, I have to admit. Because I love it. And we'll never get those type of crowds anymore. But you can say sold out. The lines are going around the corner. (sighs) You said, so we're not going to see that at least until 2030? I don't think we're going to. Yeah, I'm telling you, fam. You you don't think we're ever going to see it? No, listen to me. You, we won't see the football stadiums packed with eighty thousand people ever again. You can't get the fuck out of here, yo. Yo, I guarantee you will not see a Kansas City game in years to come. Ever again, TK? Come on, bro. Listen to what I'm telling you. You, I'm looking at the news now. How all the airlines are firing people by October first. They're cutting down the size of the airlines because they come to the reality that they got to be a smaller airline. You see what the NBA had to do? They had to put, do the bubble in Florida. You're not going to have people right next to each other again like that with hot dogs and beer talking shit unless, you know, you're a Trump fan, you're going to be at one of his rallies, and even that wasn't that big. But you see all the people leaving there, people getting sick. You will never, I'm telling you, you'll be about 32, maybe 40. I'll be in heaven. No, that's only 20 years from now. I'll be still around. 20 years, I'll be 79. God. Okay, but what the fuck is going to happen, though, just with everything, though? Like, if you're saying this shit is going to happen, how, how, all right, next year around this time, what the fuck is my daily life going to look like? We don't know, because think about it. In March, we thought the summer we were going to be okay, didn't we? We did. Didn't we? Yeah, the summer, we should be cool. Here it is, the summer. Am I, I mean, I'm working 76 hours a week, dog. 
know. work fair, wear your mask, stack your money. See, right now, this is hustle mode for you. What you do now, since you really don't have to go nowhere, because you really don't have to spend a lot of money, you stack your whole thing right now. Stack. You splurge a little on yourself, you know. Do some little things. Right. Even if you got to buy some pussy, buy the girl over. Give a couple hundred. And do what well, you need to do. Buy some pussy. Yeah, buy some pussy. Wait. You talking about tricking? There's nothing wrong with tricking if you got it. I know. That's what Kobe Bryant should have done. That's what the Weinstein should have done. That's what R. Kelly should have done. That's what that's what they should have done. They should have paid for pussy. With women, not children. Women. I'm talking about grown women, not so kids. Tell, so you telling me that a good-looking woman would sell herself sex? No. I'm saying there's women in the world, or you got um, things online and stuff like that, that you can buy pussy with beautiful call girls. And it saves you the headache. Think about it, because either way, you're paying. Either way, you're going to pay. You meet a girl, you got to take her to dinner, you got to feed her. This right here, if you you find out how to do that, this right here, you pay. They come right in. They have a couple drinks, and guess what? You're going to get some ass. You ain't got to wonder about it. Girl, you you said ever again. This is my this is my vision. I don't see it popping, brother. I'm a realist. These people who are here, with all this bullshit. Uh-uh. Watch how the NFL. We need Trump to win. I'm telling you, Trump wins. We might be. We might get shit back to normal. If he doesn't, if Trump wins, yo, I'm gonna be sick. I'm, bro. If he does not win, what you're saying is going to happen. I'm so yeah, sorry. Now, here's the thing about this, and then watch what I'm about to tell you. If Trump loses between November and January, he's going to do something fucked up in the White House because he's like a fucking child. And he's petty. Trump might not even show up. You know how in... The new president comes in, you have to shake that person's hand and show him around. Trump ain't doing that. You know, I took a bus from Seattle to New York, right? I could believe it. That was a learning experience. You never did that? Hell no. Damn, motherfucker. My, my back started hurting just when you said that. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. And dude, I'm not gonna listen, it's all about adapting, so regardless of what happens, you know, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna bro, this should be a fucking learned experience for everyone. Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone should have at least five hundred thousand in savings. Yep, you heard me. You've been least, you've been listening to me. At least Everyone should have at least five hundred to nine hundred thousand savings. Where I can, you can have fuck you money. I can sit on my ass and be lazy for ten years. So shit like this happens, right? I agree because 
It's always going to be a crisis. It's always going to be a crisis. Now, never expect, you never anticipated. Now, 9-11, that should happen in, in two hours. Right. But this shit might be going on for years. But see, 9-11 had a different effect. 9-11 created the fall of the economic crisis and the real estate downfall. So it started out in 2002, 2003, but it took five, six years for it to hit. The economy got fucked up and the housing got fucked up. Then it got full swing. And so it took, what, 13 years, 12 years for it to get back to full swing. So 2019, everything was popping. Before this shit happened, we had the best economy ever, bro. It was popping. Motherfuckers happy and rolling and bam march it all went down right but now here we go again we dropped the baton so now we picked the baton and now we're erasing again but now we tired <laughs> but we got to build a theme again and here we are on that note family i gotta run listen to me i wish you well with your journey on route before you fam and you take care of yourself you hear me I'm going to call you sometime in like two weeks. Yeah, call and say hello. If I'm not busy, we chop it up. Thanks, Like I said, you caught me at a good time. You're welcome, family. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you. Uh, You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the TK Kirkland Podcast. Um, Also, make sure you're trying to get your credit together. Check out my girl, Cheryl Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, because it's time. You know, a lot of y'all are probably going through something. You don't know who you can trust. And I'm here to tell you, reach out to Cheryl Anderson. Um, her Gmail is uh, S-H-E-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N Realty at gmail.com. And we spell over S-H-E-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N Realty. So it's S-H-E-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Tell T.K. Kirkland sent you. All right? On that note, may your pain be champagne. Salute. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the T.K. Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.